Commander Theory Podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm here with my friend Zach. Hello, everyone. So, uh, in the last week, we learned about the mechanics of Ravnica Allegiance, and we also got to see some initial spoilers showing what those mechanics look like on the cards, and a couple bonus promos, uh, interesting cards that we wanted to talk about. So, today we're going to go over those mechanics. talk about how they relate to the commander format if they're things that would be used generally useful in commander and then we'll dive into the cards and talk about which of the cards we think might have an impact in commander mm-hmm. so uh, i think we're going to get go ahead and get started with afterlife which is the orzhov mechanic in this set so afterlife is always followed by a number and then it, the ability is when this creature dies create that many one one white and black spirit creature tokens with flying so after life one you get one spirit token after life three you get three spirit tokens yeah i'm excited for uh johnny 12 ghosts who dies and gives you 12 ghosts Mm. but uh yeah this could be useful in decks that are uh like looking for sack fodder um and nick actually like found a few already so tasa orzov scion savra um whisper blood liturgist it seems that like seems perfect mm-hmm. for something like like a high if once we see the high afterlife numbers yeah i definitely think that whisper is on the lookout for more black creatures that either enter the battlefield and create tokens or die and create tokens mm-hmm. because once you get whisper and a uh thorn bite staff and yeah. then like just one or two of those kinds of effects then you can just get infinite and the battlefield yeah. leaves the battlefield might even net tokens each time yeah and johnny 12 ghosts would be pretty good there <laughs> um so the the interesting thing i i think about this mechanic is the what it hints at what the orzhov might in general look like in this set so i think that uh having a death trigger as your mechanic might mean that orzhov is going to have a, like an aristocrat play style yeah and hopefully that means we'll get some good sack outlets. I know that's. Uh, I am always surprised at like how I always feel like I'm scraping the barrel, the bottom of the barrel for sack outlets mm-hmm. or like decent ones. Yeah, I, I think Black has gotten some good ones over the years because yeah. you got your attrition, your mind slash, your vampiric rights, yeah. a couple others. But white has very. They're no, they're it's, not. It's basically nothing because like the white, the white sack outlets that do exist don't really get you anything worthwhile no yeah like black sack outlets you're trading for cards and creatures and like thought seizes and uh with the white sack outlets you've got like martyrs cause so you're preventing damage or <laughs> yeah. like fanatical devotion <laughs> yeah. so you're regenerating creatures it's like you're not really pulling ahead you're not really converting your creatures into any useful resource yeah uh and and the commander that i'm really thinking about could really benefit from some white sack outlets is teshar ancestors apostle because yeah, the way that yeah, yeah. the way that deck works is like once you get your it's just a matter of finding your sack outlet once you have a sack outlet the other like any random other combination of cards is probably enough to win you the game from there once you have your commander and a sack outlet. So the problem with the deck is just like there's only like one artifact tutor in white. 
<laughs> and so you're entirely at the mercy of just like what you can draw. Yeah. I as someone with a uh white combo deck, I can say that this is one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> yeah. You got your you got your enlightened tutor, you got your idyllic tutor, mm-hmm. and then beyond that it's just yeah, you're, you you're, have no control over what's happening. Yeah, you're just kind of flying around until something pops up. Yeah. But I think we have the next mechanic, which is for the Azorius, and it is called Addendum, which uh, means, it's an ability word, it says, if you cast this spell during your main phase, uh, get blank, get a bonus. Um so what how, what do you think about this? Well, I think it's safe to assume that this is only going on instance because yeah. it's a, <laughs> uh, but I it's hard to generalize about this because it's an ability word. So the effect you're getting is going to be different on every card. Yeah. Um. But I I think that like giving up the ability to cast things on your opponent's turns. Well, I mean I know it's a choice, but. Yeah. <laughs> incentivizing not doing things on your opponent's turns is a bigger drawback in commander than it is in 1v1 yeah definitely because in a game of commander if you've got three opponents 75 percent of the game is going to be taking place on other people's turns yes so 100 agree <laughs> so to tap out and go shields down for 75 percent of the time is a significant cost yeah no i definitely think that just that fact the fact that um the effect is going to have to be really huge for you to want to play it on your turn and like incentivizing that kind of behavior is not super fun. Mm-hmm. It's not super good because you go, oh, well, I know that this is better then. And then you just kind of sit there and go like, mm, but do I cast it now? <laughs> like mm-hmm. feels bad. Yeah, I, I really don't like the that like, you know, you're going to counter somebody's spell on their turn and you'll always be reminded of what you're not getting yeah exactly i think you actually you had a good point too you like this would have been cooler if it said on your turn instead of during your main phase Mm -hmm. because then you could kind of have some gotcha moments which are uh uh dust that's the card i mentioned right so return to dust return to dust yeah yeah um the best moments with that card are when someone tried to do something on your turn and you responded with it and that's not gonna happen too often with a lot of these cards. It seems like yeah. The uh, we'll we'll get more into this later. But there's one big splashy mythic. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, maybe like a non-combo Narset deck would want this. And then I remember remembered, like, oh no, Narset does everything during our combat. Step, yeah. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's you're not gonna get the addendum. Yeah. So uh, do you do you want to do the next one? Yes. Uh, so. For this is the Rakdos mechanic, and it is called Spectacle. So Spectacle is an alternate cost if an opponent lost life this turn. So sometimes the alternate cost is going to be lower and it's just a discount, and sometimes the alternate cost is going to be higher, but you get a bonus for casting it for its alternate cost for the Spectacle cost. What 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 are your thoughts on this? Yeah. So usually it's not going to be too hard to trigger because, like in Commander, there's multiple opponents. And you can probably get in at someone. Yeah, someone you can probably get in at someone. Like maybe someone you have a flyer or something like that. Like it doesn't actually seem like it's going to be that hard to trigger, which is really nice, actually. So that that's kind of a plus already for in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think the main question when evaluating this mechanic is going to be just what they're putting it on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 
because we have so many staples in Commander, and the question is, like, are we going to be able to get a spectacle cost at significantly lower than the going rate for one of these effects? Yeah. So that's really what I'm going to be looking out for. Yeah, and I think we'll talk about some of them down below, so... Uh, go ahead what's the what's the next mechanic yeah uh so the next one is called riot it's for the gruel and it says this creature enters the battlefield uh with either haste or a plus one plus one counter um so you get to pick as it enters the battlefield which if you want it to be bigger or if you want it to be faster um and yeah there's some opinions on this (laughs) (laughs) uh so i think that um in general, the haste is going to be more valuable than the extra point of mm-hmm. power and toughness yeah. in Commander. Like, uh, because the life totals are higher, like a, the difference between a 5-5 five five and a 6-6 six six is not actually that big. Mm-hmm. So, I, And haste is always incredibly useful in a format where there's so many board wipes yes. going around. You really need to be able to like <laughs> yeah. get your, your value out of your creature immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, like... There's probably some situations where the counter is going to be more useful. Like, what do you... Yeah, no, I think that the counter is, like... I I want to see what the small creatures look like with Riot. um, Because... I'll talk about this in a little bit, but they they mentioned that there's going to be, like, a playing with plus one, plus one counters theme in the set. And so those, like, synergies could be interesting but i don't know how hard it's gonna make the choice really like like i think most of the time you're gonna want to come in faster than harder unless you're like really far behind and you want a bigger blocker or something like that mm-hmm. so i we'll, we'll see what the, what else they print with it yeah i there i i am excited to see what sort of like plus one plus one counters matter cards we get yes that could push some of these I could push the value of the counter a little higher. Yeah. Also, like, maybe there are specific designs mm-hmm. that care about having counters or being larger, like something that's like, uh, you know, when this deals combat damage to a player, exile that many cards from the top of your library, you can cast them this turn. Yeah. Those kind of, like, things that scale off the size of the creature. It's like, okay, that's a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, and those are really what I'm looking for because uh, we're going to get to the next mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> so this is the Simic mechanic. It is called Adapt. And the way Adapt appears on the card is it's always mana cost, Adapt, Number. And then what that does is if this creature has no... It's an activated ability. If this creature has no plus one plus one counters on it, put N plus one plus one counters on it. So, for example, you might see green, green, Adapt, 2. If this creature has no plus one plus one counters on it, put two plus one plus one counters on it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so this is, I mean, this is a kind of a reskin monstrosity, which you could only activate once, so they're saying, like, you can activate it again if the counters get removed somehow. I think they said there were going to be some ways in the set to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trickier part is, like, are, is there any good way in Commander to do that? Yeah, I mean, really, like, this mechanic seems pretty boring. I think that I'm more excited to see what cards have the synergies with it than I am to see like a creature with an efficient adapt yeah cost. I think just like looking at monstrosity those cards are not good. No, yeah. Like like the just having to like pay your mana cost for your creature and then pay an additional cost to get whatever bonus it really pales in comparison to like ETB triggers or yeah. death triggers, things that don't really require 
an additional input of resources. Yeah, there aren't really that many like monstrous cards that have made a big impact on yeah, the format. Yeah, absolutely. Like only in only in the decks that have absurd amounts of mana. Like maybe yeah. in your Crufix God of Horizons deck, yeah. you might run like Hydra Broodmaster yeah. or something. <laughs> but really, like for decks that are trying to be efficient with their mana, which is most commander decks, mm-hmm. you're... This this is not a good mechanic for it. Yeah, definitely agree. But I think we're we got some cards to talk about. Yeah, so we're gonna start off with the legendary creatures and then go into the the main deck cards. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about is the buy a box promo. Yeah, for this yeah. set, <laughs> uh, it is called the Haunt of High Tower. It is four black black for a legendary vampire. It's a three three flying lifelink, and it has. Whenever the Haunt of Hightower attacks, defending player discards a card, and whenever a card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, put a plus one plus one counter on the Haunt of Hightower. What are your thoughts on this card? Um, I So, I think I like the idea of them putting commanders as buy a box promos. So that that's my first thought about this. I In particular with this guy, he's basically just like a big... French vanilla guy. Mm-hmm. He's just like uh, uh, he's in a, Vol- a mono black Voltron commander, but the Voltron is you like make them mill or discard cards or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's not super appealing to me. Yeah, I also just like think that this rate is really a pretty bad, pretty bad. Rate. I would agree on that. <laughs> like Vulturous Zombie costs like costs one less mana mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is not legendary and is also not a mythic yeah <laughs> like i think that for a mythic legendary creature you can afford to be a little bit more aggressive than like a six cost three three yeah i think they're worried about this killing people too fast which i really don't think they should because like skitterix exists <laughs> well, yeah and there's there's commanders that would kill faster than this and this is still a six drop also like they do not need to balance this card for limited yeah like it's it's you're only getting it through buy a box so and i don't think standard is really afraid of a what six mana vanilla creature yeah just a big flying boy yeah so i'm <laughs> Not super excited about this card. Yeah. Um, that said, there are some ways to grow them really fast. Like, if you have oh, a yeah. Mesmeric Orb, then that's gonna yeah, you murder get people huge, pretty quickly. Yeah, crazy big. Mm-hmm. So I, I am expect, I'm expecting to see this guy played. I just don't necessarily think he's the most efficient at what he's doing. I think he just gets huge. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of commanders that get huge. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we needed... I don't think uh, Mono Black was really hurting for Voltron nope. commanders, but... Definitely agree. Alright, uh, moving on to the next legendary creature. It is Lavinia Azorius Renegade. So she is white-blue, so two mana, for a legendary human soldier. She's a 2-2 and has... Each opponent can't cast non-creature spells with converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that player controls. She also has, whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Uh, This has been talked about a lot, but not in regards to Commander. And I think that it is because this is... It doesn't 
it only focuses on what your opponents are doing and therefore doesn't give you any like hooks to do anything Mm -hmm. with so and it's not even like a trigger you can build around yeah uh i'm thinking of like combal console of allocation yeah so combal he focuses entirely on what your opponents are doing Mm -hmm. but like the reward is something that it's pretty easy to build around yeah like i can okay i'll i have a lot i'm gaining a like a lot of instances of small amounts of life so I can do things like, I don't know, Dawn of Hope or whatever. Yeah. But Lavinia, it's just like, you can't do this and it counters the spell. And there's not that many things that trigger off of countering spells. Yeah. So really, there's just so little direction to build around. And and you're going to run into games where none of your opponents are doing anything broken. So it's just yeah. not <laughs> going to do anything. Yeah, it's pretty silly. This is definitely a plant for older formats Mm -hmm. in particular i think every set that comes out everyone looks at a card and goes tron killer tron killer and Mm -hmm. i think that's what this is being like kind of lauded as but just a seed for humans and modern yeah i mean it's definitely gonna be played in humans (laughs) but that's not this format and i think it's pretty boring in this format yeah it's unfortunate that azorius like a, they got their guild leader slot taken up by a planeswalker, oh, and God. then their like guild champion slot is is this is something that doesn't have any relevance to commander. Yeah, I'm very very sad this time around that the guilds that got planeswalkers instead of guild leaders were the ones that were chosen because <laughs> Orzov really needed the help. I know Azorius would have been really nice if they could beef up their commander selection, and then like the freaking gruel. Mm-hmm. That would have been, would have been nice. Yeah, but oh well. Yeah, I think they were like a little too in love with the the story implications yeah. and like, well, yeah, we'll talk about that later though. Yeah, um, but we got one more commander. Yes, it is uh, Zagana, Utopian Speaker. She is two green blue for a legendary Burnfolk Wizard. She's a four four, has. Whenever, or sorry, when Zagana Utopian Speaker enters the battlefield, if you control another creature with a plus one plus one counter on it, draw a card. She also has six mana, so four green blue, to adapt four, and each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it has trample. What are your thoughts on this card? Yeah, I so in general, I think this is much weaker than her previous version. And I think it doesn't actually do that much. Mm -hmm. Um, The only angle that I really thought about for this deck was that this, in some ways, this is a spitball here. I'm not sure she would be... She might just be in a merfolk tribal deck. I don't know if she's the best at that, but they've been putting in more plus one plus one counter synergies and merfolk, so maybe one day yeah. that'll be something. I was I thinking know. like in a merfolk in like say a Kumana deck. Yeah. A V E her like giving trample to creatures with plus one plus one counters. Mm-hmm. That synergizes really well with his ability to put a plus one plus yeah. one counter on her mm-hmm. old Merfolk. And then in terms of what Kumana wants, just I think he'll play, like, any merfolk that has the slightest chance of getting you value. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to be playing Wistful Selkie, and he'll, he'll probably be yeah. happy to play Zagana. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But in her own deck, I just really can't can't see... There's, like, so few things that really would push this over the edge that you can't just already do. So I think you had some 
ideas already. Yeah, so anytime I see a commander with an ETB trigger, especially in, like, blue, mm-hmm. I think about, oh, okay, well, I can run, like, Deadeye Navigator or, like, Conjurer's yeah. Closet or something like that. But the thing is, her ETB trigger, it's so weak that it's probably not worth building putting, around. Yeah, building around yeah. and putting a bunch of blink effects in. And then also, um, I think that if you, like, use the card the way it says, like, just follow what the text says and adapt her, well, that probably implies that you're going for Voltron, but, like, you, like, it's six mana for four additional power. That's really inefficient. Yeah. And eight power is not actually that much better than... Than than, seven. Yeah, than seven power. If you're, just for cloth purposes, if you want to kill someone in three hits, you only need seven power. Mm -hmm. So using the adapt ability just seems way worse than throwing on like an Onaginata or yeah. a Hero's Blade. <laughs> yeah. Like there's some really good, efficient Voltron options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, even just like uh, Imperial Plate or Bone Horde, like something just mm-hmm. that, it just gets so big so fast. Tenza, Godo's Maul. Yeah, there's so many Heirloom things. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I'm not super excited about her. Yeah, I don't think she adds anything. Thing to to green blue i don't think yeah. it's a new deck or anything which is very sad but we have some non-commander cards to talk about that are actually kind of interesting so yeah some of these are pretty cool um we'll just go through these in, in color order the first card i want to talk about is tithe taker so this is one in a white for a 2-1 human soldier it has afterlife one so when it dies you get a 1-1 one, one spirit and then during your turn, spells your opponent's cast cost one more to cast, and abilities your opponents activate cost one more to activate unless they're mana abilities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what what do you think about this card? This is definitely not a commander card. <laughs> I think that the hate bear effect is a little bit too weak compared to something like you've mentioned, Grand Abolisher. Mm-hmm. Like I totally agree with that. I think that this. Like, the fact that he dies and gives you a ghost is not quite worth the weak hate bear aspect on the front end of him. So, it's I'm just not super high on this card, in Commander in particular. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the, the next one's a little more interesting, though. So, this is Light Up the Stage, which is two and a red for a sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your library. Until the end of your next turn, you may play those cards. And then also it has a spectacle cost of one red mana. So I I like this card. Yeah. What, what yeah. do you think about this card? No, I I this is the kind of thing I was really hoping to see. So I'm uh re- so in the last set they made Demir good because Demir hadn't been good in a while. Mm-hmm. And so in this set it looks like they're kinda of pushing Rakdos and hopefully push some of the other colors too. But I like that we have a mechanic that's it's really simple. It feels flavorful for Rakdos, but also hopefully we get more cards like this where it's like pretty easy to trigger and you can get decent value off of it. Yeah, to me this feels like the red Charter Course. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and if your deck is like a low curve and maybe a cheap commander with evasion, mm-hmm. uh, then I could definitely see you casting, hitting in with your commander on like turn four. Mm-hmm. Uh, casting this for one mana and then playing like oh I'll Doomblade your guy and I'll uh, Shattering Spree something or or Vandal Blast something something like that I think that red and black one of their main strengths in Commander is that their removal 
is so efficient. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've got like a braid, bolt, a million two mana Doomblade variants. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of good cheap artifact destruction. So I think that it won't be that hard if your curve is low to get full value out of this pretty early from pretty early in the game yeah and i do i love the like till your next turn wording mm-hmm. on this because until the end of your next turn that's, yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah so, exactly so you could abs- so you get two whole turns to get your value out of these cards mm-hmm. so it's i think this is really good and i'm excited to play with it yeah no definitely um we have an, another well actually we have a few rectus cards that were previewed um yeah rectus it seems like they are really giving it some love i'm very excited to see what else we get out of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Could you yeah, yes. say this guy? Absolutely. Uh, Rick's Mahdi Reveler is one in a red for a 2-2 human shaman. When He also has a spectacle cost of two black red. And when Rick's Mahdi Reveler enters the battlefield, discard a card, then draw a card. If Rick's Mahdi Reveler's spectacle cost was paid, instead discard your hand, then draw three cards. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about this guy? Yeah, I so my first thought is that I'm actually sad that he is two colors. Like mm-hmm. this would have been awesome if it was like two red red for the spectacle. I totally agree. Like that it red needed something like that or needs it more than red black does. Mm-hmm. And be, mostly because black has much better card draw. So paying the spectacle cost on this guy isn't as good as other options that you have available mm-hmm. to you. But I th- think like in magical christmas land that if he was mono ready would have been amazing it would have been great yeah i would absolutely i can think of a a couple decks off the top of my head that would be super excited to run this guy if he was mono red yeah i'm thinking like uh neheb the eternal yeah (laughs) i'm thinking uh felden Mm -hmm. of the third path Mm -hmm. um yeah definitely yeah there there's some decks that would really love this and it's unfortunate that it's mostly just going to be played in the decks that already could run yeah. promise of power or yeah painful a, truths exactly so it's it's kind of sad i mean like even yeah promise of power is like the one i always think of like if i'm spending four or five mana in a black deck to draw cards like is it better than this card <laughs> is it better than promise of power and if no I probably don't care too much so yeah. it's just kind of sad it's it's very close and maybe we'll get more stuff like this. I like that of the three cards we've seen spoiled from Rakdos, two of them are like just yeah. card advantage yes. engines, which is something that like Rakdos could really could really benefit yeah. from. Definitely. Do, yeah. Do you want to say this next one? Oh Super god, rad. this next one is. I love everything about this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's called Bedevil. Which is a great name, by the way. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Black, black, red, instant, destroy target, artifact, creature, or planeswalker. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that this is some Seb McKinnon art, and it looks awesome. That's so cool, yeah. It's really great. Uh, One of my favorite pieces by one of my favorite artists. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited about this. (laughs) Yeah, and and how do you think it's gonna... Is it gonna see play in Commander? Yeah, Yeah, I 100% think it will. I think that... The fact that it's an instant, the fact that it's so versatile, um, like, I've just been seeing so many more Planeswalkers in general, like, because A, there's more of them, and B, they're good. Um, so the fact that this hits most of the card types that you will care about is, like, it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. it's rad. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. Uh, I'm a big fan of Abrade, I'm a big fan of uh, 
Kolgon's command, big mm-hmm. fan of Goblin Crater Maker. I think that like uh, artifacts and creatures are going to be the things you're most afraid of yeah. most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Planeswalker, that's a nice bonus. We just got a bunch of Planeswalker commanders. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I, I think this is great, and I'm excited to, to pick up a bunch and throw them into my decks. Yeah, definitely a new, new staple. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite so with this next card. <laughs> uh, this is Emergency Powers, which is five white blue for an instant each player shuffles their hand in the graveyard into their library then draws seven cards exile emergency emergency powers and it has an addendum if you cast this spell during your main phase you may put a permanent card with convert a mana cost seven or less from your hand onto the battlefield what do you think about this card yeah so as someone who their like second most favorite card is time twister mm-hmm. i'm not super into this like I think that this is the kind of card that you want to be able to abuse, whether it's like in a combo or some kind of like value engine or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's seven uh, means that you can't, it's not super efficient compared to the other versions of cards that do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, like this is one of the ones where like I... I probably would have been more okay with this if this just cost one less and was a sorcery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, if it just did what it did but was a sorcery, didn't give me the option to be an instant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, like, the addendum ability is, like, so much more powerful than the effect you're getting on the front end. Yeah, I I don't like that seven or less restriction. I think if we're paying seven mana and doing this during our main phase... I think we deserve to hit like a Eldrazi at that point, <laughs> or an Ugin or something. Yeah, especially since we're we're not even casting it. You don't even get your Kozilek trigger. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, definitely. There, there's. I feel like they're just very safe with this, and uh, that's not always the best uh, angle for a commander card. Yeah, I, I and also like. It feels like a very combo-y card because you're cheating on mana costs and mm-hmm. you're drawing a bunch of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not a whole lot of white-blue combo-y commanders that would want this. Yeah, this just seems like the for now. If like this feels playing, like an it card. Yeah, it seems like for now the decks that are going to be playing this are playing it for value as opposed to any specific synergy, and I feel like that isn't going to be the right move for those white blue decks yeah um like if white blue wants more cards in their hand they can they have way better options than this yeah definitely i i am trying to think of like a three color commander that might want this effect with white blue and i can't i i I did a quick run through and it didn't really seem like there was anything The, the yeah the most appropriate white blue commander i could think of was like rasputin dreamweaver oh yeah yeah because you can a cheat on this mana cost and then Rasputin has a bunch of other things that he like with high mana costs that mm-hmm. you could drop into play. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see what happens. It, like I said, this is the kind of card that maybe one day will be red, but for now I'm pretty pretty I'm not feeling it very hard. Yeah. Oh, and uh this one uh we we felt we we felt obligated to mention it because it has the words you win the end game in that order. Yep. Um, this is Simic Ascendancy. It is green, blue enchantment. 
you can pay one green blue to put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are placed on a creature you control, put that many growth counters on Simic Ascendancy. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, if Simic Ascendancy has 20 or more growth counters on it, you win the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of this? I, uh, God, this is something I think you've mentioned, but, like, I hate the the uh, one or more counters. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this, when I saw this, I thought this was a really cute way to go about, like, matching the growth of your creatures with this win con mm-hmm. but it's so there's so many hoops there's so many things i see three different restrictions on this card yeah. like a it's one or more counters yeah <laughs> b because of the it uses growth counters it can't count the counters that were placed on your creatures before it entered the battlefield mm-hmm. and then it also has the beginning of your upkeep so even if you like managed this Hercu- like Herculean task of getting twenty growth counters, you still have to wait around a turn yeah. <laughs> to get it to go off. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And and also like if so if you've gotten twenty instances of putting one or more plus one plus one counters on your creatures, why haven't you just won? <laughs> Why haven't you won at that point? Yes. Yeah, if you've gotten a minimum of 20 counters on creatures you control, mm-hmm. what is going on? Yeah. Like, how, how is this happening? Like, I was trying to think of this from, like, a separate line of just, like, it is a cheap way to get counters on your creatures, and even then I don't actually think it's efficient enough. Absolutely. I, that I, rate is not good enough. It's but... three to put a counter on a creature is just... This is a format with unspeakable symbolism. Yeah, yeah. It's. I was trying to think of like, okay, how can I like this card? And I keep not quite getting there. <laughs> yeah, this is a really... This is an insult to Johnny's. Because people are going to try. They're going to try, and yeah. it's But it's so impossible to ever get this to happen. Yeah, and I can't even say like how upset I was when I saw the one or more. Mm-hmm. I just heart-crushing. Yeah. Just the saddest violin music playing. <laughs> but we did get some more. I think uh, we got another Simic card that was actually... Yeah, let's, yeah. let's just read it and we'll talk this about it. This is the only Simic card we've seen so far that I've actually yeah. been kind of interested in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so this is a split card. Incubation is hybrid green and blue for a sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. The other half is Incongruity. One green-blue for an instant. Exile target creature. That creature's controller creates a 3-3 green frog lizard creature token. What do you think of Ink Ink? Uh, Yeah, this is... uh, So I'm glad they're bringing back the frog lizard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this actually has a decent amount of value to it I, I think again this is it seems like both of these ravnica sets were focused not on commander which i think is a huge mistake after seeing a few of these cards already mm-hmm. because this is very good in other formats but i think that it still has playability in commander i think that most often you're gonna be blowing something up is what I would guess, and then if you really need something, some fuel, or or you're running behind on resources, you'll pop off incubation. Yeah, but I, it's 
I could see like some like niche cases for this card being played. I I think that if you're like straight green blue, no other colors, mm-hmm. like okay, you're kind of stressed for good removal at that point. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some things I would like to change about it to yeah. like if it was just green blue for incongruity. Yeah. Uh, just two mana. And if the incubation could also could get a land or a creature, yeah, lander, it would have been. Just, then this card, like just, just these minor tweaks, would have made it okay. That's probably just going to be a staple. Yeah, it's just something that you can play all the time. Yeah, but this is it's still something. I think that like you know, if, uh, yeah, it, incongruity is three mana compared to Pongify or Rapid Hybridization, mm-hmm. but if you don't got any other good options yeah you can get a creature and like the gone are the days of creatureless commander decks too yeah i remember like when i started playing i would run a telman performance because there was a high likelihood of seeing someone whose only creature was their commander Mm -hmm. that is not the case anymore (laughs) like you cannot just mill someone out because they don't have creatures anymore Mm -hmm. so i i do think incubation does have a little more game than I kind of thought it did at first, but it's, yeah, it's gas when you it need is it. Definitely. So I, I agree with you. I think that in a blue green deck, this is a worthwhile option. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of all we've seen for now. Like we, th- there's been some commons spoiled and stuff, but we really are just kind of waiting to see <laughs> what what scraps we're gonna get from Watsi over over the the crest of the new year. Yeah, ba- based on uh, maybe adjusting your expectations using these cards, mm-hmm. now that you have a taste of what the, the set is going to look like, do you have any hopes for the set? Is there anything you really want to see? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I think my, the ho- my hopes and what I really want to see are kind of the same, where I want to see what they do with plus one, plus one counters. Because mm-hmm. I've said they care about them. Do they care about them like the Outlast creatures? Mm-hmm. In which case, I'm not super interested. Or do they care about them as like a cost? Mm-hmm. Like, like remove a plus one, plus one counter, do a thing. Or like, is, a, is there going to be a new Fertilid in this set? Like, something like that. I would definitely be interested in seeing more, like, Sage of Fables or Zamet mm-hmm. Guildmage variants. Yeah, exactly. Because I think there are decks that really like those cards, but there just is not a critical mass. Yeah, of those effects, for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zamet Guildmage is something I'd be really, like, happy to see again. Um, they had a Fuse card in the last set that, like, you removed all the counters from a guy and drew that many cards. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, like, a variant of that, maybe, like, slightly more efficient, because it's not on a Fuse card. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, re- really, I'm I'm looking for plus one, plus one counter synergies. And not even just in blue, but across the, the colors, because I, I do think that... I'm looking to see, because they pushed this so far with the counters, if they add anything to the format in regards to plus one plus one counters mm-hmm. uh i'd say i'm looking for white sack outlets that generate mm-hmm. value mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh a rakdos commander that lets you discard cards for some sort of benefit mm-hmm. i'm looking for hmm yeah, yeah those are things i'm hope I-, I would hope for those things as well but i guess i feel less optimistic <laughs> about them <laughs> I, I uh, also want to take bets on what the highest number for um, Afterlife 
oh yeah gonna be like high afterlife numbers that's a great thing to hope for yeah i i want to see like if johnny 12 ghosts on account of his 12 ghosts exists i would be really excited but i i have a feeling it's gonna be like a 6-6 that leaves like with afterlife 4 mm-hmm. or something like they're not gonna do like i would hope that they do like a four mana two two or one one or something that dies and gives you a bunch of guys like that's pretty funny mm-hmm. but that's I, I'm not crossing my fingers. <laughs> Let's see. I think that's all I'm really looking for. I, I think that there are some maybe some holes and good stuff that could kind of shore up. Yeah, I think uh, like we've talked about before, like uh, repeat effects. So a good. Orzov uh, enchantment and artifact removal spell would be super nice. Like um, more life gain rewards if we're in Orzov again. Like so there's like little things that I'm like kind of hoping I have like a list at home mm-hmm. keeping track of. But I, who knows what they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna do? Yeah, I, th- I mean I think it's within Orzov's color pie to have uh, something like destroy target creature artifact or enchantment mm-hmm. kind of like that golgari spell we saw in guilds of ravnica yeah because we've seen uh they it's kind of said they reprinted mortify which means we're probably not going to get the thing i just said yeah <laughs> but i'm hoping for like a creature that does that or mm-hmm. like um like use it like a sack outlet or something like that that's really what i'm hoping for like a a not like just more versions of ways to do things more pieces to put together and I, I I know it's unlikely because we only get one legendary creature slot, but I'm really hoping we get an Orzhov commander, so probably Tesa again, uh, yeah. that reanimates low CMC creatures. That would be the best. <laughs> oh, I hope so much for that. Because, uh, man, I, I really hope that these Planeswalkers are commander playable because less sets were... Mm-hmm. A little bit lackluster, and if you're gonna do that to us, at well, least give us something we can use. Yeah, exactly. So I know got even more planeswalkers this time. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, Domri's good this time. Hopefully, Kaya is like good. Hopefully, they're just good. Because if you're gonna give them to me, at least let me play with them. Yeah, just make them expensive and really powerful. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a great way to ensure that they'll be relevant. Yeah, the, the six mana Chandra is like a red. Planeswalker, yeah, for six like, mana Elspeth. Yeah, they're they're Ugin. awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. They're fun. They're powerful. You don't feel bad playing them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the key point I think to playing Planeswalkers. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I again, I'm more excited for the spring set to come after this because they've said it's uh, similar to Dominaria in that it's going to be something no one expected mm-hmm. and i am going to put my heart on the line and trust them mm-hmm. on that yeah i know it's it's a little hard even though uh, i really love rakdos even though i really love orzhov it is a little hard to get excited about ravnica allegiance because we know it's just going to be more of the same we can kind of predict what it's going to be like <laughs> and, and also if it's if it's similar to guilds of ravnica then a lot of power is going to be concentrated in just like this is like like bedevil cards yeah. like bedevil just things that like well okay now every rakdos deck has one less main deck slot to work with because mm-hmm. their one's going to be reserved for bedevil yeah it's like night of autumn was just like 
so good. Yeah. Assassin's like, Trophy. Yeah. The, Goblin Crater Maker. So I'm I'm expecting some of that. Like we we've, uh, we've already seen some of that here, but I I guess that's that's something to look forward to is like what really powerful multicolor effect did you give me? <laughs> All right, before we go, uh what is your favorite card out of what we've seen spoiled? Oh, okay. That is a great question. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to say it. Dude, you you say whatever you want. All right. I'm going to say <laughs> I'm very excited for Gruel Spellbreaker mm-hmm. because I have a Stonebrow Crimson Avenger deck, Crimson Hero, I think Crimson Hero, mm-hmm. uh, where the entire deck is focused on CMC three or less trample creatures because if you give a 6-6 six, six with trample plus 2 plus 2, who cares? But when you give a Raging Badger plus 2 plus 2 and trample, that's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, anytime I see a low CMC trample creature in those colors, I, I get excited. Because uh, every year that deck gets slightly more playable. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Honorable mention, I'll say the guild basic lands this time around <laughs> look really Definitely. good. Definitely. 100% agree with that, though. Like, the lands look so cool. Like, the, the Rakdos Swamp and the Orzhov Plains oh, yeah. in particular, both of those look amazing. Mm-hmm. Really excited to get my hands on those. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite card is probably Light Up the Stage. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. It's just, uh, like, red gets card advantage for an extremely low cost uh which is wonderful yeah very very uh exciting development yeah i guess actually yeah i i agree i was gonna say that i actually might have an addendum of my own to what to expect mm-hmm. i, I want to see a rakdos card that makes it hard for players to draw cards mm. that's what that would be something i'd like to see that would be cool it'd be awesome to get to like really have an incentive for playing impulsive draw. Yeah, yeah, that's something I've kind of been in the back of my mind, like looking for, but there hasn't been uh, the critical mass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would be cool too. We're, get, we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We got act on impulse. We got this. We got commune with lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few outpost things. siege. Outpost siege. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what the set has to offer as it keeps coming out. But this is a a very small taste of what is to come. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, I am at Commander Theory on Twitter and Tumblr. If you want to reach Zach, he is at Fat Bartleby on Twitter and Tumblr. The opening song is Lincoln Continental by Entropy, and you can check them out on SoundCloud. We'll talk to you guys next time.